Hey guys, I had to record this quick little prologue because I lost some of my intro and I'm not trying to freak out. This is a learning experience, so it is what it is. This week we'll be meeting with one of my friends, Ariana Young, along with us discussing the tragedy that happened at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, gun laws, and the history of Halloween in America. And to top it all off, at the end of the episode, we'll be sharing some spooky ghost stories. Stick around. Hello, hello, America. Welcome back to the spooky edition of American Girl. My name is Salma Khan, and this is a podcast that's more of a love letter to our beautiful country by taking a look at how serious the influence of culture and politics have become. So guys, I want to introduce you to my one of my bestest friends in the whole world. She's one of the most intelligent people. I know that I can physically touch and call up and be like, okay, explain to me what's happening. Um, So, guys, I want to introduce you to Ariana Young. Hi. Ariana, tell everyone about yourself. What do you want me to talk about? Oh, okay. Um, I'm Selma's friend. (laughs) Um, I'll probably be on this podcast more than one time. Um, I live in LA. I'm from Seattle. I grew up in Florida. Um, basically I grew up in both places. I went to USC for law school and I passed the bar. Oh my God. What year is it? It's 2018, right? I passed the bar two. Oh my God. Like a month from now, it'll be two years of me being barred, which is insane. Which is amazing. And congrats all over again. Thanks. But it was the worst three months of my life studying for the bar. (laughs) Salma knew me and I was like a shell of a person. It was really bad. Um, yeah. So when I was in law school, my main focus was, uh, juvenile justice. I, um, represented clients that were juveniles when they committed their crimes, helping them get resentenced, um, to a parolable sentence when they were originally sentenced to life without parole. Um, so I went from having them having like no chance at a future to like helping them be able to get a chance. Um, that was like the most rewarding thing I did in law school. And then I went and worked for corporate America to pay off my student loans and I hated it. So I quit my job and, um, oh, I forgot about this part. I was a child actress. Yes, I was. And so, Hey, what's up? And so then I quit and now I'm acting again. Yes. Um, but, uh, so, not only does she know, like, the legal stuff, um, but she also is artistic as well, so it's amazing. Granted, I only know, like, there are parts of the law, this is what every lawyer would say, there are parts of the law that I, like, really know very well in and out, and then there are other parts of the law that I was like, hey, I learned that from the bar and never use it again. So, if I'm wrong <laughs> on stuff, just check me. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> again, guys, I introduced the concept for this podcast last episode and it was called um, 
accepting goodwill. So, uh, what do you call? Um, it's basically like when you when you when someone says something wrong, you. I'm sorry, it's not accepting goodwill. Wow, I am. Wow, it's assuming goodwill. Oh yeah. You, if you were to say something, if we are to say something wrong, guys, just assume that we. We're not trying to hurt anybody, so of course, like this is a learning experience for all. Oh of yeah, us. check me, boo. I don't Ch- give yeah. a shit. <laughs> check me. Let us know. We will gladly, gladly correct ourselves and understand. Like, isn't it? Oh, someone I both listened to last podcast on the left. Love you guys. Yes. Um, and so they always do corrections. Yeah. And there is shit. I love them, all three of them. Um, there is shit that they do episodes on that I like know about before. Like, and should they just be getting shit wrong? And I'll, that I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I will tell you when um, Kissel said in his political podcast, Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. That oh, I love their podcast. Do you not like it? I love it, but okay. he said Kim Kardashian um, helped save her aunt from having jail, further jail time when he was talking about um, Angela Johnson, the woman. Oh, that's not her aunt? Yeah. So I was very much like, excuse Where me. Where do you read that? But then the next episode. He was like, it's not her he aunt. He was like, I got enough information. <laughs> so I was incredible. You know, wrong. he got blown yeah. up on Twitter. So please, guys, again, if we make something, if we say something wrong, like, please, it's not our intention to be ignorant. Let us know. We are here to learn, and we hope that we can teach you guys something, too. Cool. Um, we are shooting this. We are recording this. Excuse me. We are recording this the Monday after um, the shooting at the synagogue in Pittsburgh at the Tree of Life Synagogue. And this is also a few days after the shooting, the attempted shooting at that black church, and they ended up shooting them in that Kroger. Two black people yeah. in the cro- in the grocery she, store. Yeah. I forget which town it's in, which is really bad of me. But um, it's just like so. The news is fucking wild so i can't keep up well in other gun news actually there was a shooting this morning in charlotte um, i saw that too. north carolina and i was like and they actually i think you know let's i mean actually let's acknowledge this this was they someone was shot at school at butler high school killed and they resumed, they died they died and they removed them from the premise but they resumed classes that day shut Today. the fuck uh, yes. So I just want to point out, like, no, fuck you. You're lying. No, I'm, this is the truth. This is the actual truth. They resumed classes. They went on business as usual, and I think this is a very big moment for us, like, as a country. Like, we're now like, okay. Oh, just clean it up. We've Make done. Make sure this you get before. to second period. Yeah. Like, I think it's horrifying, and I think it's disgusting, and. I mean, I say this being Muslim, like, of course, like, with the Jewish community and Muslim community used to before being, like, you know, butting heads and whatnot. And I think it's sad because, like, now as cultural, we're able to put our cultural differences aside. And so I wanted to talk about this. Okay, what did you want (laughs) to... It's okay. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Let me pause. Let me... Wait, no, we're going to start again. Like, let me big one. Yeah. Like, yeah. We look really cute. Okay. okay. Wait, let me start the timer again. <laughs> Cancel.
Some of this will just be fluff, though, because I'm like, how are we going to cut this up? Yeah, no, it's fine. Okay. Um, so, okay, so let's talk about it. Let's okay. talk about how the president responded. I think for me... Do you want me to talk about it? <laughs> Do you really... Okay. Okay, so I was at work. I'm still blue-collar <laughs> service of this country. And I quit being a lawyer, so, hey, <laughs> I was in my living room. <laughs> What's good? Um, Cast me. <laughs> but when, so I got to work, I told my boss, he's very much in the news, he let me put the news on, and it was still active at 9.30 a.m. West Coast. West Coast, yeah. I was still active. Um, so I didn't get to hear what the president said. I did hear him get on right before he got on the plane saying, like, this isn't a gun um, law issue. And you know what? He is right. At the end of the day, it isn't about the guns anymore. It's really about, like, the hate. Because... I think that's fair. I think... Go ahead, and then I'll... Cause... No, I'm just saying, like, I've always been the... Come from the school of thought, like, keep your guns... I don't care. Keep your guns. But if you're not mentally or physically capable to be responsible of it, you shouldn't be able to have it. I agree. I think that's a normal, rational opinion to have. I think that should be the opinion of most people. But I feel like, and, you know, being from Florida, like I talked about (laughs) earlier, um, a lot of people feel like, um, once you impose one restriction that opens the door for a bunch of different other restrictions to the point where no one can have a gun. And I understand that people are going to roast me about no. like, but like being from the South, you get like a lot of different perspectives. And like, so I understand where people are coming from because when you compare it to um, voting, voter registration laws, like to be frank, you you used to have to guess like how many bubbles are in this bar of soap to like yeah. be able to vote and people used to say like well if they're not smart enough to know then they shouldn't vote and like people were okay with that and that's kind of like it's not the exact same logic but i get the slip i hate slippery slope arguments like someone who went to law school it's bullshit it's, <laughs> but i do understand where people are coming from when they say oh, well, if you impose one restriction, then they'll impose, you will open the door to having whatever restrictions you want. And I think that um, people are so, right now, fearful of everything. And I mean everyone, people on the right and the left, that they're just, like, clinging to normalcy. Like, they're, like, clinging to the things that they love just to, like, keep it normal because I'm sorry. Like, even my friends who voted for Trump like, and by the way, I have, like, a shit ton of friends who voted for Donald You're Trump. You're from Florida. I'm from Florida, <laughs> in case you didn't know. I have a shit ton of friends who voted for Donald Trump. I love them, friends. <laughs> I love you guys. Um, I get why they voted for Donald Trump. I don't agree with them, but I understand it. And I think that, you know, being able to grow up in Seattle and Florida was kind of, um, what's we're looking for? I was really, this sounds so lame, but I was really privileged to be able to see, like, different perspectives because if I lived in Seattle my whole life I would never understand at all like where people in the south are coming from at all um and I think about gun violence in let me make sure we have no time I think about gun violence in this realm of perspective so hear me out okay so there's like 
when you have a problem, there's a bunch of different things that go into a problem. Um, and so like last night when I was thinking about what we were going to talk about um, tonight, uh, I was thinking about like what goes into the issue of gun violence. There's a bunch of different things, right? Like you have accessibility to guns. That's mm-hmm, of course the first one. Then you have um, hate, like you were talking about, or bad people. Intentions, basically. Intentions. Um, then I'll even say, like, mental illness is in there. Um, there's also kind of, like, violence in video games. Like, what we're putting out in our universe that's okay. Um, and then I will say... Um, normalcy kind of like what have we decided is normal to say and one of the so putting those five things into it you can't really change any of them on a ground grand scale except for restrictions on guns and that's kind of how I feel about it is that's really the only true fix because people say like oh well you should um you guys should just put armed guards. Like he, Trump was saying, like, like oh, if there was an armed guard, okay, the dude shot four, caught three cops or something like that. Yeah. So like, and let's spare pause me. on that because like I just want to point out that the president was like basically backdoor putting the blame on the synagogue for not having security guards. And many people have said having a security security guard doesn't mean that that person even knows how to use a gun or how to okay first of all my high school resource officer like i don't even remember his name but like he wasn't shooting anybody yeah. he was not squaring up to anybody just, he was just like and just a plump a- man in a sheriff's uniform no offense to whoever you are i cannot remember your name but like you were not out here like going like blasting gats at like a 15 year old you weren't you yeah. weren't gonna do it so just stop like and and that's the thing it's not so much about like becoming like more security it's just the fact that like you should be able to as the descendants of holocaust survivors to be able to go and worship on your holy day on saturday and be able like i can only imagine what it was like to just be like worshiping like they had a brisk going on i know like god bless like there were no children that got killed but like Still, like, you have a 97-year-old Holocaust survivor, two brothers, countless of grandparents that were involved, and it's just, like, you and I both know, like, our grandparents, you know, go and worship every day hardcore, and it's, like, I would literally, like, set this world on fire if something happens to them while they're praying. Don't even get me started. If someone showed up to my grandma's Kojic church in Seattle, Washington, and which is a black church for those of you who don't know what Kojic (laughs) is, some people don't know, it means Church of God in Christ. It's black (laughs) AF. Um, I'll. Yeah, like like, we will fight. Like like, like, (laughs) both of us, like our. And I'm like not even religious anymore, and I'm like, listen. Yeah, like our both of our blood pressure just went so hot that we like stopped talking, and that's (laughs) the thing. And like I can only imagine what the families of these survivor of these victims are going through and for me like the thing is like you had a 97 year old holocaust survivor be murdered by someone who was anti-semitic in the united states of america in 2018 and it's like wow the nazis really did win like they really like they made i'm not even mad at you for saying that like it's not that they won it's that we are just kind of out here giving passes to people who are who who support the Nazi agenda. Yeah, and then I saw this thing on Twitter 
I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> I saw it on Twitter. So like, I can't really be out here like yeah. fact checking, but. Someone took a picture. I can't remember which reporter it was, but some reporter took a picture in Germany. So the swastika is outlawed in Germany. So you know what they ride around on their vans? The Confederate flag. This Heritage, is, not hate. Anyway. Yeah, um, like, and that's the thing. I'm looking I, at, like, all my friends. Yeah. Like, it's just, I just want to point out also, like, in the United States, like, the Confederate flag represents... Um, let's call it what it is, an enemy that was against the United States who lost. So I don't understand, like, why we still have to hide behind and be like, it's heritage because... I don't get it. (laughs) I lived in Florida. People used to come to... People are like, you live in Florida. That's not the real South. Okay, it is. I lived in... Not Northern Florida. I lived in, like, the borderline of South Florida and Central Florida. That's where Stewart is. Yeah. And let me tell you what. North Florida is just South Central. It's like South Southern Georgia. Oh like it's God. not, it's yeah. not like everyone's like, oh, Florida, Miami. No, no, it's not. It's not. It is the, there are part, like I used to drive to see my ex at Florida State and there were like, <laughs> like road, like we, I would be by myself in my little sign on TC driving all the way from Orlando to Tallahassee, which to Tallahassee, sorry, <laughs> <Bye>. driving, <laughs> driving all the way to Tallahassee. And like it was, there were like parts of the road, like the way that I would not get out of the car where yeah. I was like, I will be snatched up and you guys, w- we would have never met because yeah. I would have been murdered by like some white supremacists in the middle of like bumblefuck nowhere, North Florida. And everyone would be like, well, we're all so sweet out here. Yeah. And I'd be like, dead as fuck. So no, please don't. Yeah. And that's the thing though. It's like this president has given, he's enabled people who before, like if you had any sort of like scent of neo-nazi you were at least like shady about it that's the thing is like you were at least shady about it anyway you were shady about it but now everyone's just bold and just bold and i'm just like okay but okay so sorry back to my explanation of why we should at least consider some background like people are against straight up just against background checks for to own a gun and I'm like what what do you if you what are you hiding right like okay if, listen this is my PSA for everyone if you want to own a gun and you're not willing to take a background to have a background check done on you to own the gun you don't want it bad enough one two what are you hiding yeah like if you don't, it, this is my my thought. Of course, I'm not like in any like <laughs> real power. But like, listen, if you don't want to take a background, have a background check done on you to get your gun, then you don't need it. Yeah, exactly. You don't. If there's if there is a even like the slightest bit reason why you don't want to have a background check, I don't want you to have a gun. You should not have one. Exactly. And the second part, I think the follow up for me is like, okay. I understand you don't want to do a background check. That's shady as fuck. But also, (laughs) why? It's just shady. It is shady. So, like, there's a bunch of different things that go into how we could control the situation. Armed guards. That's an option. I... But this is why I do you have do you watch The Handmaid's Tale? Yeah. Okay. Do you want armed guards at your library just like with a gun? Just like like I guess people aren't really thinking about what that would look like. Yeah. Is that like yes? When you say like secure, like when people are like we should have security guards, 
Okay, people are thinking of like the security guard at public. You don't know what Publix. Is. I know. Oh, okay. Publix. Okay. My this... Arab friends' moms would call it Publix. Oh. So I know what Publix is because okay. in my head I say Publix. <laughs> okay. So like having an armed guard at Trader Joe's yeah. <laughs> in LA. Um, like you guys think you're thinking of like the little security guard who's just like there at the door. No, like. In order for it to be effective, it would have to be, like... In riot gear. It would have to be a dude in riot gear with a giant gun, like, just standing at the door. Like, I don't think people realize how terrifying that really yeah. looks. And also, that's, like, one step away, away from, like... A military state. Like, a military state. Like, you guys, I, I guess... I guess maybe, I, maybe I'm just, like, too hypercritical about it, but I just think that seems wild to me. I just don't think that I wouldn't... I would not feel safe, because then... I know this sounds really whatever, but like, what happens if your 10 year old kid, who every little kid has done something stupid like this, steals a candy bar from that grocery store? Now, normally that would have been like, oh, now you have to go to juvenile court and pay your $20 and return it. Or like, even more common, it would be like, oh, you need to turn around and go return it and apologize to the store owner and blah, blah, blah. And it would have been handled there. They're like armed guards, yeah. Like at grocery stores, that little kid, like, and don't let him be black because it's a waste. I was gonna say, like, it's over. It's over. Let's not forget how our police force has, you know, a little favoritism towards others than. Uh, but that's know. what I mean. I just don't think people realize like how we are we are inviting more police brutality into the situation by doing that. Not saying that I'm not. First of all, I also have to say. I don't think all cops are crazy. Of course not. And we can no. t- we can have a whole discussion about Black Lives Matter and all this stuff. Um, later we will. Yeah. Later we will. But I mean, I just think that's really just it's it's crazy to me that people think that that's like yeah, let's armed guards like that just that and seems like a military state to me, and I just don't think people realize what that would look like. But it's also easy to say that in moments like this because like to say like yes let's have it yeah because, oh because people are scared yeah, yeah of and course like, you know like of course like i'm thinking you know like all of all of my jewish friends like what they might be think- going through what these families are going through like of course like if god forbid this happened to either one of us and someone said immediately after let's put a, a police up you'd be like yeah let's do it because you're just thinking about like i never want this to happen but it's it's like a I don't even know, like, it's like a virus. Like, it's not going to happen again here, but it's going to happen again later, you know? And it's like, how do you prevent that? Like, having an armed guard isn't going to prevent that if we're still teaching everyone to hate each other. If we're still teaching, if we still have a president that's saying there's good people on either side, when really, honestly, I've never heard of a good Nazi, ever. You might do I don't know them. Yeah, like you might have done a good action, but innately and inherently the root of your being called a Nazi. I've never heard of a yeah, Nazi. And but no, well, go ahead. No, I was just like, I just wanted to give my condolences to the Jewish community because this is like, I'm like... Black people and Jewish people are really going the fuck through it this year. Yeah. Like 2018, like you guys do though. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, and that's the thing. It's like all different... All of our minority groups are being, what do you call, like, challenged in a way that, like, I don't even... In a way that I've never experienced before. Exactly. And and maybe it's because we're so young that, I mean, 
we grew up in the 90s so where it was like i don't see color i'm yeah. like i will fight someone if someone says that to me like bad. britney spears is coming out i didn't know she was white till i saw baby one more time eminem came out tiger woods was calling himself a cobblation <laughs> when he couldn't just call himself black yeah or american um and it's just one of those things where like I don't think our parents even knew how to better arm us for what's No, like, out. I mean, sorry, mom, but like <laughs> my mom, it, okay, so I'm half black, half white for context, and um, I grew up with my white family in Florida, so I was always odd girl out, always. My cousin, who was like my first friend in life, I love my cousin Whitney, she's blonde, like yeah. we could not look more different but we are literally first cousins yeah. like and my mom used to say things like not my mom I don't think my mom I never heard my mom say this but I'm like 100% sure that I heard people in my family say this exact phrase and I don't say the n-word so yeah. just for reason why I'm <laughs> editing myself right now but that's like that's the only word I'll censor out of this so go ahead <laughs> um no I'm not gonna say it yeah. so no, they I'm saying, um, like I'm not don't say it like oh I, okay so they were like what was the phrase oh like there's a difference between black people and n-words and they say things like white people could be n-words and I and I legit believe that shit I know <laughs> I legit believe that shit because I was naive as fuck and also spent like minimal time around my black family after the age of like 13 I like um would see I would go there every summer so I was like it was fair time but like not anything where it was like formative where I had conversations yeah. about like last week my uncle said yeah but like no there are people in my family who are legit racist and legit I won't even say anti-semitic because I've never actually heard anyone in my family say anything anti-semitic but i mean it doesn't take too far of those leaps and then the other thing that i'll say is like we were talking about how like all of these groups are really going through it this year i also think that we used to have a lot of like infighting between minority groups and now I feel like we're all just like yo I'm tired no, <laughs> like yeah. I can't I can't fight them and you guys yeah. like you can't. well I think I I think what's also happened is that especially with the what is it who's the generation after millennials the wise I have no idea <laughs> are we millennials we're millennials we are millennials but because we grew up during the millennium 2000. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. I'm, I <laughs> swear I'm smart. Ten, I passed the bar. I, I'm not I, a dumbass. I, <laughs> I guess it's like 10 years before, 10 years after. Those are millennials. Oh, like, okay. W- that's like a majority of our lives is the pre and after 2000. Okay. But um, whatever the babies are after us, I feel like they've also helped us break down and like also oh they're way more legit than we are i'm just gonna yeah the most woke i not woke was not like these like kids who are like 15 16 like out here in the streets that was not me i I was like (laughs) i saw on instagram i wish i remember this girl's name i had a 15 year old explain to me a 15 year old young black girl explain to me it's black lives matter too it's not black lives matter only and i was like this yes, is, that's that's. I and mean, that's the thing is like, but that's the thing is like the the detractors of the Black Lives Movement have 
pulled it up so much they have dropped the two so you so it's like subconsciously the rest of america doesn't hear the two so that they're like oh this is a better than sort of situation when it's like no black people are just saying this is like we are our lives matter too you want to know my favorite thing (laughs) it's like i i saw this on twitter i see everything on twitter that's like where i get my news um which is really bad anyway but that's what i'm talking about social media this is how we get educated now so one of the things that, I, and I've always wanted to explain this to my white family, who very much, uh, I would say, are not fans of Black Lives Matter, um, which is odd because they have a black niece, but whatever, whatever floats your little boat, literally. Anyway, so um, they would be very, but I've always wanted to explain it to them like this, like, you would never walk up to a breast cancer walk and be like, testicular cancer matters too. Yeah. Like, or all cancers matter. Like, you would never do that. You would just recognize that, like, today, for this hour, we're talking about breast cancer. And, like, right now, we're talking about black lives because y'all have been acting like they don't matter, so we need to remind you that they also do too matter like everybody else. That's the idea. And I just don't think people... Let me back up. I don't think... The American people, I sound like, but that's not what I mean. I don't think people are dumb. I actually don't think people are inherently stupid. I think that people are inherently smart. And if you give them the tools to learn and they want to learn, everyone can educate themselves. I'm a firm believer in that. It's just the matter of the want to and if they have the um, accessibility to the information. um, To things that really need to be cured in the world. But I feel like... Where was I going with this? Um, that if people... I feel like the larger scale... Um, and I and I don't see... Because I'm registered independent, just so everyone yeah. knows that. Um, which is a very Pisces thing to do. <laughs> um, but no, so um, I'm registered independent. I have voted both ways, just full disclosure. Um, but I don't anymore and have not since... 2012 um just because it's I really only see one party doing things like what I'm about to explain right now um you were saying like the black lives matter too and credit to that girl who explained it to you that way that was a really brilliant way of explaining it um it's so simple yeah obviously like but I think that because people in power were realizing like wait fuck if we let this go and we concede to them at all, like, shit is gonna be wild. So they made it, they put it out there that Black Lives Matter was supposed to be, like, a matter more than. Yeah. And it was never that. And I really feel like a lot of people who are against it really do believe that it's better than, more than, more important than. And I think they legitimately believe that. And I can understand if you legitimately believe that we're out here saying like black lives matter more than you. I understand why you would be upset about that. But I think the narrative has gotten confuddled on purpose. I think that a lot of Republican leaders have decided to make this more of a fight than it really needed to be. And now a lot of people who just watch Fox News or just listen to Rush Limbaugh. I don't know. 
<laughs> but like do you boo but um like, <laughs> thank you for joining us yeah, here yeah. i don't know how you found me <laughs> yeah it's like you're probably not listening to this podcast but okay um but like only listening to rush Limbaugh or only doing this one thing you're not you're getting that narrative and you legitimately believe that that we are saying black lives matter more than when really we're saying black lives matter too yeah and i think that if we really sat down and had a conversation, which I have done with one of my friends who voted for Trump, and he and I talk about everything together. He's one of my very best friends in the whole world. Um, And it really hurt me when he voted for Trump because what it said to me was like, oh, well, all of these fiscal issues, economic issues, are more important to me than the social issues that that affect your life and I had to really explain it to him like no I get it like you don't want to pay taxes the reason why you don't want to pay taxes is because you want to protect that bag you want to secure the bag (laughs) I'm not mad (laughs) and also when you do pay taxes you feel like your money's not being spent in the ways that you want it to be I feel that way too I think this government spends way too much money on Nothing. War. Yeah. We said, and I don't want, I hate that my coins go to that. I would also like to secure my own bag. Exactly. Like, but I also don't have a problem paying, paying taxes for a lot of the other social programs. We need to stop calling them entitlement programs. Mm-hmm. The social programs that help a lot of black and brown and mm-hmm. white lives that need the money so fine but I do understand why people feel that they don't want to pay higher taxes and that's more important to them than what's going on in my life and your life and affecting our daily lives and it hurts me that people don't feel like that is as important or more important because it should be. Well, I think that's changing because it doesn't affect them. Yeah, and at I think all. I think that's what's happening t- now too is like a lot of people are checking their privilege and like I say this like also like I know I have a privilege. Same, like in, light skin privilege, <laughs> like, like real shit. I, like, you know, yeah, and I have a privilege. A, go ahead. Oh no, but I was just saying like we each like even though we're both minorities. We both are women, and we both are women of color. We have different faiths. Like, even though they are minorities, even within those minority definitions, there's still a privilege. You know, like, I know Oh, being- 100%. The first time someone came to me and was like, well, you have privilege because you're light-skinned. Girl, let me tell you. I was like, nope, they call me N-I-G-G-E-R like everybody else, and I'm black, and... Do you, we are all black and there's no levels to this and I was fight the whole way kicking and screaming and then it literally I was sitting there and I was like wait this is the exact same thing and I felt so I was like hurt attacked pressed I was like what you, yeah. I love you guys what the fuck like I'm out here <laughs> what yeah. do you mean and they were like no like you don't realize like how and I sat there and I was like no, like, they're right. I do have a privilege being light-skinned. I look more white. And that is, I am, I am what's acceptable as black in Hollywood. I, like, why the fuck do you think me, Zendaya, and we're, we're out here. Yeah. Amandala, we're out here. Like, <laughs> because it's, like, we are what's acceptable. And that's not cool. And it, but I said that to say this. I realized how white people feel 
and why they get defensive um, uh, when you try to check their privilege because yeah. you're like, wait, I have struggles too. I I'm still poor. I'm, I'm still, still poor. Yeah. I I still get called the n word. Like I this like I get it, but I think it takes compassion and also the want to understand yeah. that a lot of people don't have for me to check my own privilege and be like, wait, they were right and I was wrong. And it took me like a while. Like, yeah. I believed that like all through college, especially because I was always around white people all the time. So I was like, what the fuck? My, like, what do you mean privilege? This sucks. Like, yeah. I, cause like I felt like I was always ugliest, always fattest, always this, Stop. always that. What are you no, like, but no, I get what you're saying. You always feel like when you're... When I you're, always feel like odd girl out. Yeah, whenever so I was you're like, already the odd girl out, you yeah. already look different from everyone else, and your friends might cherish and love you. Oh, 100%. I love all my friends, my sorority, but it was really fucking hard to, like, be the only... One of the only... Per, like, I could probably name... When I was a senior in the sorority, I could name... All of the people of color in my 150 girl sorority, and on, te- and I'm exa- I'm exaggerating. It was probably five. Wow. Like, but yeah, legit. But see, I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, and I'm counting Shanzay and her sister. Okay. <laughs> that's three. That's three right there. No, and I'm counting. There was like at least ten. Okay. Um, but wait, let's go back to. Let's bring this combo back to the, the, the shooting. Um, um. No, but the thing about. I guess, like, for me, the biggest thing is it's so... We're seeing what happens with guns and hate, you know? And I think the thing is, at the end of the day, when you buy a gun, you're buying it to kill someone. I don't care what you say. You can say it's for protection, it's for hunting, but it's to kill. You don't have a gun to prop up the door. You don't use a gun to cut your vegetables with, you know? When you buy a gun, innately, you are saying, I am okay with killing a living person. And, or a life. I'm okay because yeah. like, you can use it for... A and, as, and I will also say, I know that I'm different from other people because I am a pacifist, like... I will never murder someone. Like, it, that will never happen. Like, I would be raped and murdered before I would murder someone else. Monty would not agree with me at all. <laughs> he would literally... It, but, like, that's just how I am. Like, I, I could never do it. And so, when people are like, oh, I bought a gun for protection, I'm like, okay. Like, I think it's just a nicer way of saying I brought a gun to kill someone in case... I needed to, you know? Because that is what you're saying. Yeah. And, like, some people don't give a fuck. Like, my friend Tommy doesn't give a fuck. He's, he's like, yeah, no, I bought, like, I'll kill you. If you come to my house and try to kill me, I'll kill you first. And that's great. Sleeping yeah. over at Tommy's house. Exactly. Like, I'm not mad. But, like, at the same time, it's kind of, like, at the same time, it, it, we're different. We're wired differently. He's one of my best friends in the whole world. But, like, we're wired differently. And I, I just feel like... There becomes a point in the gun violence argument, uh, argument debate, and the um, the Second Amendment debate, and also like Black Lives Matter and everything else we've talked about. Like, there comes a point where like there's a difference between opinion, and everyone can be right in their opinion, but we're getting closer and closer and closer and closer to like these are not opinions anymore. You just hate people. 
and yeah. and that's the problem like I don't understand how people can say like oh like they sh- they should have ha- I mean I guess I can I understand why people I don't I comprehend yeah. why people because understanding like implies some form of agreement or empathy yeah. and that's not what I mean I comprehend why people would say like oh there should be an armed guard there and it's like you that means you're putting the responsibility on them like I yeah you should be responsible for protecting yourself but like I shouldn't I shouldn't have to exercise my second amendment right to make sure that you don't abuse yours exactly that's I shouldn't have to go out and buy a gun to make sure that you don't shoot me that's not that that's not how the second amendment works that's not how that at least that's how I would like to think it doesn't work like that's not cool like I shouldn't have to be out here strapped in the streets to make sure that you're not gonna murder me because that's not living a life that's just kind of like again keep your fucking guns but if you're not (laughs) responsible you cannot be like you can't have them like that's a simple and that's not and I'm not I don't feel like I'm asking too much yeah. <laughs> I'm like I just and be responsible I think at the end of the day like yes we can have the argument about like okay well we'll put guards up we'll put police we won't have them wear riot gear at the end of the day I think 100% in my heart of hearts I believe as an American I I think that the that the Jewish community the black community the Muslim community the Asian community should be able to practice their lives without the fear that we might need to have a guard because another American is going to hate us and want to kill us. That's what, like, that's how I feel at the end of the day. Like, as Americans, like, we should be able... Why, again, you shouldn't have to buy a gun because you can't... Because you can't handle it. That's... As (laughs) the same argument, like, I should be able to walk down the street and not be afraid that someone's going to shoot me. You know, because because they, they felt like it. They felt like it. They did it by accident. Whatever. Or they did it on purpose. I shouldn't have to be worried about that. And I also feel like the places of worship thing goes into it very much. Like I don't want a gun at my grandma's church. But also, again, a place of worship. It's like is nothing sacred, sacred literally. Cut. So I wanted to tell you about the history of... I mean, because I have someone here in the room with me that I can tell. The history of Halloween in America. So it actually turns out... It's It's a really great pagan holiday, and you should be witchy like me. Yeah, well, it it starts from a uh, Celtic uh, holiday called Samhain. Is that S- how you pronounce it? S-A-M. Wait, I have the book on it. You have a book on Halloween? And I'm telling you the history of Halloween? No, it's not a book on Halloween. Hold on. Oh, pause. Pause. We'll be right back. Guys, Ariana just pulled a book out that is literally called Practical Magic, A Beginner's Guide to Crystal, Horoscope, Psychics, and Spells. And it's all about pagan holidays. And she opened the book to Sam Hen. I'm okay. I apologize it's, now. No, it says pronounced Soin. Soin. Just kidding. Just like see, check me, boo. <laughs> just like Siobhan is spelled very differently from what it sounds like in what word? Siobhan, the name Siobhan. It's S I O B A H N. But I've the, never heard this name before. Yeah, but it's like a, it's technically like an Irish or Celtic name. Oh, okay, yeah. well, we should celebrate Sewen. Sewen, yeah, Sewen, um, which you know, if first, okay, so this is how I'm. Just, I don't want to read it off. But of course, its colors are black, orange, white, and silver. I never knew about the silver part. Yeah. That makes it a little bit more regal. It says its stones are obsidian, jet, and 
Ermanite, which I've never heard of before. But Obsidian is supposed to be very protective. Like Game of Thrones, it's like Obsidian. Really? Yeah. Mm. Jet is black, obviously. So it comes from a Celtic thing, and I guess in the 1800s, 18, sorry, 18th century. Um, I'm sorry, I'm ignorant as fuck right now. I'm in the 19th century. It's cool, we're not mad at you. <laughs> the 19th century, when there was an influx of Irish and Scottish immigrants, it had a, um, it was brought basically into the U.S. And um, by the 19th, 20th century, excuse me, um, it became a little bit more of what we know. First, it, we, people used to go around, kids used to go around asking for food. And yeah, because I think you're supposed to leave food on your doorstep for the dead. Yeah. That walk. Um, but then it became a little bit more commercialized, and then that's when the trick-or-treat came out. But in the beginning of the 20th century, that's when, like, the whole, like, occult became, like, a... You know, like, where we have, like, all those stories from, like, The Conjuring and stuff. Or oh, yeah. Or, like... I love scary movies. <laughs> I love horror movies she so does. much. I, I like scary... Like, the scary movies that I like, um, they have to be emotional, too. Have you seen The Haunting of Hill House? Yes. But you know what you would really like? Have you ever seen The Blair Witch Project? Yeah. That shit is lit. No, that's... That was a, that was my gateway drug, and that um, literally... Did you know that The Blair Witch Project, they all went to UCF? No! Yeah, they all went to my college. I mean, well before me. But. That last scene in Blair Witch Project, when you were a child and you watched that, that is... I could have died right there. Like, literally. Okay. Uh, me, Brandon, and Monty, my boyfriend and one of my best friends, Brandon, um, we watched like a YouTube thing that was like all the scary scenes from the Blair Witch Project and I was legit scared. I made them watch Magic Mike after. Oh my (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what's the rest what does it say? Ways to celebrate. Oh wait, ways to celebrate, but wait, 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 I'm gonna tell you the rest of the history. Okay. So like the cult was happening, that's where we got into the moment stuff. So people like started loving telling ghost stories and whatnot and people were getting into it. So that's how we became more like prominent and people were like, let's do um uh, what do you call it? Trick or treat. The Ouija board came about, but then a lot of like the religious type, the evangelicals were like, "What is going on?" Like, this oh, one. Is- I was okay. So <laughs> backstory, guys. Um, my fam, my grandma, my dad's mom is very religious, um, super duper religious, and I was not allowed to do Halloween when I was little. Like I was same. I was not allowed. I was always an Indian princess. And I was literally wearing just my Indian clothes. Oh, Sama. Yeah. All through high school. Not in high school, because high school you don't do it. But, like, literally all through elementary school into middle school. My mom just put me and my sister in our, like, wedding, the clothes we'd wear to weddings. And everyone would be like, oh, my God, you guys look like princesses. But really, it's like, I just want to be Jasmine in, like, a cookie-cutter Walmart outfit, please. Aww. <laughs> yeah. At least she let you go. I wasn't even allowed to go. Oh, my God. No, no. We, this was just to school. You think my mom would not... She made us go to Friday school, like, which is Sunday school, but for on Friday, instead of going trick-or-treating. And then she'd give everyone candy and be like, thank you for coming and worshiping. That's hilarious. <laughs> like, I know you guys wanted to go out, but we got candy here. But, um, no, go on with your story. Oh, no, my grandma was super religious. I wasn't allowed to do Halloween. I also wasn't allowed to believe in Santa. My mom was, like, really upset um, because my grandma told her. told My mom wanted me to believe in Santa, and my grandma just was like, why would I tell her that these presents are from some old white guy when I spent good money on them? These are from me. I mean, when she says it like that. I know, I was like... (laughs) 
I mean, I'm not mad at you, but also right. she was like, today is supposed to be about Jesus. <laughs> but yes, so in the same vein as your grandmother, a lot of the evangelicals were like, hold up, we need to put a stop on this. So they were able to commercialize it, but take away like the whole, I mean, obviously like we still have Ouija boards and whatnot, but it's not like. Have you ever played with a Ouija board? No, and I never will because um, I go on Reddit and I've read stories of people who've who've gone and used Ouija boards I never ever will if someone brings it into my house I will set them on fire I'm not joking like that's how scared I am of Ouija boards okay (laughs) so it's two days before Halloween as we're recording this we're gonna get spooky yes but I am I allowed to swear yeah I put I fucking love Halloween (laughs) (laughs) yeah so when I asked you come up with your favorite spookies or you're like I don't have any I'm like how is that even physically? I, okay, because I told you the story that, because I'm going to tell the story, but the story that I told you, it's not necessarily scary. It's just, it is at the end, but it's not because it's obvious what okay, happened. Wait. No, I think it's, girl, it is too scary. Now you go ahead and tell the story because this okay. was. Okay, so story time. Me and this is when I was 15. Um, me, my friend Asia, who I tried to call to get to get some of the details of the story because I do not remember everything. So excuse me because I I will stop because there's things we have I don't receipts. There I just, have receipts. Yeah. I just can't remember little tiny details. So me, my friend Asia, and my friend Amanda, um, we were 15. This was I'm not even going to tell you what year it was because yeah. it was too long ago. Um, and we were having a sleepover party and we decided okay, cool, we'll, like, hang out, we'll have a little girly sleepover party, because at the time, my friend Amanda was the new girl in school, this is really funny to tell now, (laughs) just in text story, okay, anyway, so, um, she was the new girl in school, so Asia and I were like, okay, cool, like, we'll all have a sleepover, and I already told you, but I don't remember, like, how we all ended up at Asia's house, like, how the sleepover plans, it doesn't, that doesn't matter anyway, but we all end up sleeping over at Asia's and we do like little girly things like we were I think nail painting was involved and it was self-care before you knew what self-care was (laughs) exactly there were no bath bombs but nail polish was involved (laughs) what else happened so we did that then we this is so embarrassing (laughs) so I was a cheerleader in high school Mm -hmm. could you tell like so um we Asia was also a cheerleader but Amanda was new so we like all tried on each other's cheerleading uniforms or Asia and I tried on each other's cheerleading uniforms and then Amanda put ours on when I was telling her the story originally I said I let her put it on and it sounded so stuck up it was not like that it was really not like that it was just like it's okay because I want to say that it was a Friday night after a game and that's why I had my uniform Okay, that makes sense. And like, because I don't just walk around with it in my bag. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like I just like carry it you around. Have to. <laughs> well, we had. Ba- it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay, so we're there. We're having a sleepover. Everything's fine. And then, um, so like I said, Amanda was the new girl, and Amanda is really pretty. She's like really fun and always been like really confident, and she's just a really great person. So obviously, but see, when you're a teenager and you see someone else like that, and you haven't. Achieve that goal, you're an asshole. You're going to hate what you want. Exactly. So Amanda was like being perfect, like since day one. And these girls who we all like became friendly with after, but they were really mean. So they were the year older than us. And they, I don't want to use the word bullied because like everyone throws the word around bullied, but like 
They bullied her. It was legitimate bullying. Yeah. Like, to me, to her, it was bad. So they started prank calling her. I don't know how they got her number. I don't know whatever happened. But they were just like, you're a slut, you're a bitch, you're this, that, and the other, blah, 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 blah. And I just remember her being, like, really upset. I'm not trying to put her business out there. But, like, she was upset, I was upset, and we were just kind of like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you? So needless to say, the sleepover turned sour. So we're all just, like, kind of sitting around, like, well, that sucks. And so then um, these... I literally... This is why I wish Asia answered the phone. Like, I do not remember what boys we were with. Obviously, I knew them because I... Well, I one would hope that I yeah. knew them because we end up having these boys come pick us up from Asia's house. So, we need to map it out for yeah. it to make sense. So, in my little beach town in Florida, I lived in Palm City, Florida. It's, like, really tiny. So, it was, like... I don't even know if we're catching my hands right now because <laughs> it doesn't matter. So, okay. So, um, Asia lived in Jensen Beach, which is, like, over by where Salma's sitting yeah. right now in my map. And then... To the right. Yes, to the right. And then um, Amanda and I... Amanda lived in Stewart. Which is to the left. And I lived in Palm City, which is up here. Like, think of it as a triangle, so in in the sky. Okay. So a triangle. <laughs> yes, whatever. It doesn't matter. The yeah. point is, is that, like, Asia lived pretty far away. We were, like, a good, like, 15, 20 minutes from our house. Whereas Amanda and I lived, like maybe 10 minutes from each other. Mm -hmm. And so, okay, so we go to Asia's, we're there, sleepover, sleepover goes sour, and these boys are like, oh, come hang. I wish I knew what boys were there. Don't worry, they're obviously irrelevant (laughs) to this entire (laughs) Oh, yeah, boys only. (laughs) Okay, so. um, Back then, now, whenever. It doesn't matter. Watch, (laughs) now the boys that are with us are going to be like, I heard you were talking shit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so. I don't know who you are. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Whoever you were, you have credit I'm, for driving us. I don't know if we gave you gas money. I apologize. <laughs> so we decide that we're going to um, do something to, like, get Amanda to, like, feel better about the situation. And, and all of us felt shitty. So we were like, all right, boys, come pick us up from Amanda's house. And they come and pick us up. I'm going to assume these boys went to Asia. They went to Jensen Beach High School. Yeah. They went to school with Asia. Okay, so. I hope that they are somehow in the system somewhere for you guys. <laughs> I I. This is why I called her, because I legitimately do not remember who we were with. It was probably, like, if I'm taking any guesses, this is really bad, because it's, like, I'm going to put these people on the internet. But if if I was hanging out with Asia, it was probably, like, people from Jensen, so it was probably, like... Well, it doesn't matter. Chris and, and, and Edwin. Edwin, okay. No, Edwin. Edwin, okay. <laughs> and, um, like, all of them. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, okay, so... We might have to edit that out. So we go and we get in the car. We're driving and they're like, okay, we're going to go to a haunted house. And I'm like, we live in Stewart, Florida, like the Treasure Coast. So it's like a pretty small town. And I was telling Salma like some of the other um, haunted stories from our hometown. There are like three maybe. There's like nothing that important. And I had never heard of Leech Mansion before. So we go and they're like we're going to leech mansion and i'm like okay cool so the three of us little 15 year old girls get in the car with now that i think about it these boys were older because they drove be, us i was gonna ask so now they- i don't know if it was them <laughs> okay it doesn't matter so we go we get in the car we drive out to leech mansion and we get there and basically leech mansion was built i don't even know what year it was built but something to do with the coca-cola heiress like the wife of 
the guy named Leech, they built this house. It was like his second wife or something, and he I think built her a beautiful love. For that, so let's just pretend it was built in the twenties. Whatever. Okay, it's probably like twenties, thirties. Stewart is like actually pretty old town. So, um, we pull up to this mansion, and it's like pitch black. And I didn't know this until later when I was doing my research to tell this story. But basically. <laughs> Back in the day, Mr. Leach <laughs> sold it to this, like, Catholic school, and they built dorms, like, off on the sides oh, of it. this is a mansion mansion. Like, if you can have <laughs> yes, dorm- They were, like, rich, rich. Yeah. Yes. Like, they, if you have dormitories, like, this isn't, like, a big house. This is, like... No, it was, like, huge. Okay. So, okay, so we pull up, and there's, like, a bunch of grass and, like, I remember there being a parking lot, so I think there was a park nearby. This was so long ago. So... We pull up and we come, we walk up there and the boys are like, you won't go inside. And I was like, I won't. Like, I'm I'm good. You ain't got to tell me. I'm good. I'm good. Like, I don't want to really do this. So that's fine. But of course, like being me, I'm like, okay, fine. So I, well, this is what happened. I don't want to get left outside. So that's why. So we get to this fence and there's this fence in the in a window or like a glass door. I don't remember, but I just remember there's a bunch of broken glass all down the side. And then there was like, um, it was like rectangle. And then this part of the rectangle was like ripped open from people like going in and out. Clearly they were crawling through there. So we break and enter <laughs> to this home, to this mansion. We open the thing. Sorry, Martin County Sheriff's department. <laughs> I apologize. Anyway, so we break in and we walk in and it had to be, like, the foyer of this house. So, mind you, it was, like, pitch dark, obviously, because there's no lights or anything. So we um, walk in, and there's a rug and glass, and then there's a fireplace. I don't know who's making a fireplace in Florida, who's needing a fireplace in Florida, but do you, Mr. Leach? So <laughs> then there's, like, this giant mirror above the – I don't even know if my hands are in frame right now. No, the um, – the above the fireplace and so we walk in and like of course the whole thing is like you're supposed to do the like bloody mary bloody mary and yeah, i was no like thanks. i'm done i'm good love and joy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't need that so i'm out <laughs> i don't remember if amanda did it or asia did it but one of us was like we don't give a fuck and did it and i was like i give a fuck i'm good like <laughs> i'm good i'd like to sit this i'd one like out. to sit this one out i'll take the l please remove me from this narrative yes, immediately I, like no right thing. now <laughs> so we go and one of us, I don't remember which one of us does the Bloody Mary thing. I'm glad you're saying as a collective us that you are choosing to have some sort of ownership in one well, of these Well, I mean, I was, Mary. okay, I was in the room when, all I know is it wasn't me. Yeah. So like, Bloody me. Mary, if you're out there, <laughs> it wasn't me. I don't know which one of the three of us it was, but I know it wasn't me. Watch it be me. (laughs) It was not. (laughs) Okay. I'm a pussy. It was not me. So (laughs) so we, um, one of us does that and then we're standing there and then all of a sudden there's this loud bang and all of us run, run, like scream bloody murder. And we're already done. And run (laughs) I would have been dead. You would have had to drag a dead body out. Wait, so mind you, remember... I told you that it was like a <laughs> hole in the ground or in the in the fence. So like we had an army crawl our ways out. Yeah. So like we're all running. Then we realize that the <laughs> fence is in the way. So I'm like on my hands and knees where all this glass is just like army crawling my way out of this thing. Freaking out. Everyone's like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. It was really scary. <laughs> so whatever. So then 
they're like, oh, wasn't the boys were like, oh, wasn't that fun? I was like, no. Yeah. Again, no, it wasn't. It was not fun. This is terrifying. All I wanted to do tonight was enjoy a nice little sleepover, some self care. That was wake up in the morning. That was it. Now I'm now you have me out here on the streets in Jensen Beach, Florida. Did not sign up for this. Like it's cold. Like whatever. So we. Then they're like, oh, well, there's the insane asylum. And this is the part of the story where I was, like, really confused. So um, it was not a sane asylum. Yeah. It was the dormitories of the Catholic school that built yeah. onto it. So we walk in to the what I'm assuming is, like, the classrooms in the dorm area. And it was just open. So we walk in, and Amanda was ahead of me. And I only remember this because Amanda was taller than me. So I was, like, watching. She had her hair in a bun. She always used to wear her hair in a messy bun. And so I was, like, watching her bun go <laughs> in the darkness because it was, like, completely dark. Like, you oh could not God, see anything. This and this was, this was before cell phones had, like, a little flashlight on it where you could just, oh like, God, yeah. know. So, and also, I didn't want to turn the lights on. I'm good. I didn't need to see what was going on. <laughs> like, I didn't need that. And so we go and we walk in and it was, like, the building was L-shaped. And I only remember this because we got to an end and then we turned right and it was just this really long hallway with like all these open doors and there was desks. And at this point, I still thought it was an insane asylum before I like knew the truth and looked yeah. up what Leech Mansion was later. We just in life. found out it was a school. Yeah, yeah. but I told the story like earlier saying that it was an insane asylum, which I guess sounded way scarier, <laughs> but whatever. So, um, so. Back in the day, I had a really cute digital silver camera that I used to call my tiny silver camera, and I used to bring it everywhere. How many pixels was it? I remember when we hit 10, it was like, this is now. We out here. <laughs> we out here. Like, Let me get I got, posing. I got really good selfies. You, I, I also went through like all my high school pictures trying to find like the photographic evidence of this, but whatever. So we're going through. We're taking pictures, taking pictures, taking pictures. And it had a flash, but, like, I wasn't really looking, right? So Amanda and her bun are, like, going down, and I'm just, like, taking pictures behind her. She and I took, like, a few selfies, which I have somewhere, and I'm just, like, flashing at the walls. But, like, the flash will go, and I can't really see what happens when the flash goes, so whatever. We go down, we get to the right, and we all just noped out. We were just, like, no. It was, like, I guess they were doing construction on it, um, which makes sense because it later got bought. Um... And so there were, like, red lights, like, all down yeah. the hallway. And I was like, I'm good, love, enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, it's, this, is my, this is my stop. Let me get off right here. I'm good. And we all just were like, we're, we don't need all this. And yeah. so, and also I think it was curfew. So yeah. remember, You're we like, were 15. Oh, yeah. By the way, it's curfew. I got it. Yeah. By the way, the now sun's setting. Now is the time now to the time. worry about that, guys. Yeah. So we um, leave, and I... We were driving home with the boys that will remain nameless. And I'm looking through my pictures like, oh, um, because Amanda and I took that selfie. So I'm like looking at it, blah, 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 blah. And then I flip to this next picture. And on the wall, it just says, look both ways in like black writing. And like it was underlined. It was like clearly written in something. And it was not spray paint. I swear to God, it was not spray paint. I will find this photo for you. Yeah. I will find it if it's the last thing I do on this earth. I own it somewhere. Oh I just don't God. know where it is. And I freaked out, dropped my camera. I was like, guys, why do we do that? We're going to get chased. And then the whole, like, thing of Leech Mansion was like, oh, like, um, the spirits of, like, Mr. Leech's ex-wife lives there to haunt no the new wife. And I was like, I'm not involved in your drama. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be... What? Please keep your divorce proceedings <laughs> out of, of here. Like out of my nightmares. Thank like I really you. don't. Please. 
And so it was like, look both ways. And I have, I was more scared in the car looking at those pictures than I was in Leech Mansion. Like, it was fucking So you terrifying. didn't feel anything in it? Like, you didn't feel, like, a cold spot or, like, or, or like, you were being watched? Like, if you... I just... felt like a... Okay. It was scary. I'm not trying to act like I was, like, big dick swinging, like, walking and, like, oh, this is... What's no, it, up? it was fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not... But, like, I didn't feel any, like, supernatural auras or anything like that. And I'm, like, into that shit. Yeah. So I would tell you. Like, but I just felt, like... This old abandoned building. I was I was actually more scared of like a homeless person living there and we're like interrupting their space and then they're like oh, angry. And I like way too nice. That's like I'm like, oh, oh that's this, fine. They you're stay here. Aware like, and your compassion of someone's circumstances. That's possibly a I was like thinking like yeah. um yeah, like there'd be a homeless person there or we would get in trouble. Cause like in my hometown, the cops are super bored because um, in Stewart, it's like a very tiny town. The cops are super bored, so you will get arrested for like being out on the streets. Listen, those cops always say they're super bored, but as soon as a murder happens, they're freaking out. Like, come on, what'd you guys, you guys wanted this. Yeah. There are no, there's only like a few other horror stories in Stewart. The murder tree that I told you about, too. Yes. Tell me which about Which is like. This is, okay, this tree is called the Devil's Tree. It is called the Devil's Tree. Which is. <laughs> Already enough that I don't even need to look. I you don't need to even. I mean, you should look it up, but don't even have to because that's it, enough. <laughs> yeah, it, whatever you think it is in your head. That's yeah, exactly what it is. Yeah, that's exactly the kind. So of thing. I don't remember where it is in Stewart. I would have to Google it. But um, the Devil's Tree is um, this tree in Stewart, obviously, that um, this Martin County Sheriff's Department person. He's a sheriff. Okay, why can't I speak English? <laughs> he was a sheriff, and he murdered, he, well, he raped two girls and then hanged them from this tree in the woods, and um, it's in a park, and then after they died, he, like, came back and, like, had sex with their bodies. I don't know why I said, and, like, had sex with their bodies. <laughs> he came back and, and had sex with their bodies. Um... So is it haunted by him or by her? By the girls. Okay, There's good. two of them. It's allegedly, I have never, full disclosure, I'm good. I've never <laughs> been to the Devil's Tree. I was going to ask, I was like, next question. I know, I know people who have been there, but okay. I've never been there. So apparently the bathroom of the park is haunted by the two girls' spirits. No, thanks. Oh, wait, no, I, it makes sense. Like, hey, girls, what's up? Yeah, like, we're, I mean, <laughs> I mean, all girls are nice in the bathroom, so yeah. maybe they're kind, if, yeah. unless you're a boy, and then they're like, fuck you. What are you doing here? Boys only. <laughs> I mean, not boys only, no boys allowed. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they basically haunt there, and they haunt the tree, and, like, apparently there's orbs by the tree, and there's photos. Like, you can Google it. It's actually a legitimate thing. And then the second thing and this is really funny. So one of my friends that I met in law school went to Marist Academy in Georgia. Okay. I don't know if it's Marist Academy. I'm making that up. But it's like an upper school. Um, and he went there. And then someone who also went to Marist, who ended up being a serial killer, killed someone in Stewart. And so in Palm City, which is where I'm from. Pause. I feel like... I should know this. These names now are all... As soon as you said a serial killer, and I was like, I think I've heard of this story. You probably have. There's a serial killer from Georgia. He went to... He was, like, apparently wealthy enough to go to a private school. And he um, made his way to Stewart, Florida, of all places. Excuse me. And he... I just burped. <laughs> no, you're... And um, he went and, like, 
murder. He was, like, murdering little girls. And then, okay, so in Palm City, there's... Let me back up. In Stewart, there's, um, like, a bunch of bridges to get into where I live. And so there's, like, the bridge to the beach... Um, Which just has to be beautiful. It is really beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Like I grew up in a really beautiful place. Yeah, I'm sunrise, I'm from Seattle. I'm sure it's, like- it's beautiful. I'm from Seattle. I love Seattle. Stewart's beautiful. I would always pick Seattle over Stewart. When people ask me where, where I'm from, I say Seattle. But Stewart is a really big part of my life, and I love <laughs> you guys. So whatever. But anyway, so we so it's like the beach and Hutchinson Island, and then a bridge, and then like mainland Florida, and then. Palms and then Stuart has like an inlet thing and then another bridge to get into Palm City. So, okay, so in this bridge, I don't know why I'm giving you like a no, geography lesson right now, but it's important to the story. Yeah. So, like, um, to the bridge to get into Stuart is South Fork River all the way through. And um, in South Fork River, right by the Palm City Bridge, um, there's this island in the middle. And I never knew this story until later in life, but like we used to, there's a, a boat ramp like right by this bridge. And we used to take my stepdad's boat and like I would be out there like alone. Um, I would be out there with just my girlfriends and I would like take my friends out on our boat. Other, like we would, when we would all go to the sandbar and like meet up, it would be like people would pick me up at that bridge because okay. that's like where near where I lived. So on their boats. And I know I sound super rich right now, but I swear <laughs> to God, that's it's everyone is like that in Florida. It's not yeah. like that. I swear I went to public school. <laughs> I'm not I'm not all that. I'm it's not kid. it's not that serious. So um I just realized how bougie that sounded. I'm like, <laughs> they pick me up at the ramp. That's <laughs> on their boat. That what I imagined was a boat coming up and pulling up. I'd be like, hey. <laughs> yes. Okay. Get in. Anyway, so um there's a island right next to the bridge and apparently this guy like buried um these little girls like in the island oh my God. and they like couldn't find i'm probably messing up some of these details but like they couldn't find the bodies of these little girls until he got captured and then um he confessed and then like martin county sheriffs had to like take a boat out to this little island and like dig them up Wow. It's really sad. And it's like Florida in the middle of summer, so like they weren't they the bodies were gone at that point. Yeah. Wow. It's really sad. But every hometown has like really scary stories. Yeah. Mine are just like involved water and, and insane asylums that are also schools and Yeah, no, I'm trying to think of like the major And mansions. Yeah, no. <laughs> there's a there is one in my hometown that's like a major one. But I'm from Fayetteville, North Carolina, and the biggest ghost story I have from that hometown is um well it's called a marketplace and uh it is not a farmer's market it used to be a marketplace for slaves so the center of our cute cute Florida has a town called plantation yeah like I told you and everyone from LA is like because the guy who sorry segue the guy who sent um the bombs to President Obama and all this that he was from Plantation, Florida. So on CNN, they're like, here in Plantation, Florida. And all my friends are like, you, y'all really got a town just called Plantation, just straight up. But just- again, Florida. Yeah. So, so <laughs> are you shocked? You're not. You're not shocked. You're not. Stop. Like, you're not. Florida is literally the no man's land it's, of it's, America. Like, I would say it's the Wild West. <laughs> yeah, but it's not the Wild Wild West. It's like literally like. 
No, it's a snowman's land. Like, literally everything happens in Florida. It's crazy. Um, no, but I was going to say the marketplace on Hayes Street. It's a very beautiful foundation and everything, but if you go there at night, you can hear literally women and children crying. Like, you can hear it in the wind, and I swear to God, I've heard it myself. Whenever I, I go home, I always, like, take a drive by myself just to see my hometown like by myself. And I, wait, I do that in Stewart too. Isn't yeah, that so like, embarrassing? And I also do that in Seattle. Yeah, too. like you just want to get in your car by yourself. I just really said, like, and it makes me like, and it's called a marketplace. So, like, yeah, because it's from, but there's no, there's like no market. Like, they don't. So then why are you guys still calling it that? Um, because we haven't voted the officials that need to be voted out yet. <laughs> but no. Sometimes I think about North Carolina and I'm like, Y'all ain't shit either. <laughs> Everyone talks shit. About- but y'all, y'all take the kick. Everyone talks shit about Florida, but like I'm like, look. But that's the thing. You guys make such a loud spectacle. Wait, you North know what that is? I think I told you this already. But what? the reason why Florida is like known as like, so we have these this thing called the Florida Government in the Sunshine Act, which means that basically anything that happens in Florida government is public record. I think I told you this when I was telling you about like SGA and stuff yeah. when I was going to UCF. So, But this um, is a state thing, right? Yeah, it's a okay. state thing. So basically like all of our autopsies are public. Really? All of, like any autopsies public, any like um, criminal record is public, any um, like crime scene investigation is public, any um sort of looking for arrest report they're all public oh, my friend sense. tommy can like look up anybody's there have been people <laughs> i love you tommy <laughs> there have been people in my who went to our high school who like later got arrested after like we all graduated and i'll just wake up because tommy well tommy lives in colorado now but when he lived in florida still i would wake up on the west coast to like text from him just like screenshots of like someone's arrest report oh and like God. all the details like all the tea like all that. of it and i'm like Tommy, do you just sit? Because he, cause, so Tommy, like. He has a tracker, basically. He's Tommy, scanning. like, I don't know how. He knows everything. Like, if you've been, I promise you, if you've been arrested in Stewart, Florida, Tommy knows <laughs> when you got arrested, how you got arrested, who arrested, which officer arrested he you. Probably like, has, like, he probably, as soon as you guys graduate, he took the yearbook, put like, everyone's <laughs> name in there, and was like, all right, check it. Check it, look. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> no, so he and he'll like send it to me. But that's the thing is like because the re- the the records are public in Florida. That's why like I'm sure there. Are, I'm not sure, but I hope there are other crazy people in other states. But we just don't hear about it because you guys don't have public record yeah. laws. But like like in Florida, when that dude ate everyone's face when he was on bath salts, like that was in public records because yeah. and that's why. But I swear, like, some of us are normal. So it really is. You guys are just, like, the one family out of the 50 That, states. like, we just let everybody's yeah, business everyone be everyone knows your business. In- yeah. <laughs> and that's why we have a reputation. And Hashtag North Carolina Florida is, like, North Carolina, No, but, California, like, Georgia, everybody. all you guys are shady, and that's fine. You Mississippi. Can- I'm saying Alabama. At least we have Miami. I'm not from Miami. I'm nowhere near Miami. My Danelle is gonna be like, stop telling people you're from Miami. I'm not from Miami. I'm from Stewart. Yeah. It's four hours north in um, the middle of nowhere. That yeah, no, no, I get it. I, honestly, I okay, so wait, going back to ghost stories. The only other ghost story I have is well, this one's like real and I've been there, but this happened in India. And before we start in the Muslim culture, we have a concept called jinns, which they're not like ghosts or demons. 
I mean, if I could say anything that's like the genie from Aladdin. Okay. If it was normal to live with genies every day, that sort of thing. So Robin Williams. Yeah. (laughs) Not always, but yeah, you can imagine one is cool. Whatever. Um, But they come in different forms and they're not supposed to interact with humans and and mostly because, like, they will scare the shit out of you, and that's why it's like, hey, just chill. The humans are simple-minded creatures. <laughs> um, but this story took place in my... Okay, now I'm going to sound bougie. So my mom's summer village. Don't worry, I told everybody how people pick me up in their boat, which <laughs> I, sounds really bougie, but I swear to God, it was like a little dingy boat. It was not that I, serious. In my head, I'm just imagining Dynasty. No. And I'm like, we'll pick her up on the yacht, don't worry. No, <laughs> no, ma'am. Um, Some of my friends did have yachts, but not this friend <laughs> that I was thinking of when I said that yeah. he picked me up. It doesn't matter. Keep going. No, so my mom was very well off. My Not well off in India, but my dad, my grandfather took care of his family. And every summer they'd go to his village where he grew up. So it was like a summer village. And um, they have like this huge... To get to other villages, there's like huge forests and actual legit jungles to go through. Like all the in ju- India, in India, yeah. I want to go to India so bad. I'm talking about, mos- but I don't think I'll be like welcomed. Yes, you will. Listen, okay. So India's no, no. Listen, India is well. The fact that you're also half white, they will love it. But that's just do they love white people? In India? Do. Why do we always get on race issues? It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Keep telling your scary okay, story. We're gonna cut that right <laughs> so, cut it. Yes. So in order to get to from one village to another, you have to cross through like different kind of jungles. There are also roads and stuff, but like there's this one particular village that's very isolated next to my grandparents' village that to get to it, there's woods or there's there's a jungle. When my mom was really young, my older uncles used to go hunting. They'd hunt rabbits, which I don't know why you would do that, but they would hunt them and my grandmother would skin them and cook them and stuff. Gross. pause this is Salma I'm by myself I'm in my car I was doing audio playback before I uploaded this when I found out that my audio for the story cut out and I never recorded the ending (laughs) so here's the ending in case you care my uncles had been warned by the villagers that hey this summer don't go into the woods for hunting like it's just there's these weird strange noises coming and it's just not like we just don't feel safe so my uncles being from the city were like yeah fuck that they don't care um they gathered all their cousins before dawn they got all their hunting gear ready and they went out into the jungle looking for rabbits to hunt and kill and eat why would you want to eat some poor bunny rabbits um okay back to my story so they get to the clearing of this jungle that's in between these villages and it's pretty thick okay and this clearing it's really beautiful i've seen it myself and in the middle of this clearing are these creatures that are three or four feet tall they're kind of white the way my mom described it to me was like almost like the ghost that we use for like snapchat like when you put like a bed sheet over you they looked like that but for eyes they had glowing orbs so my uncles and the villagers my my mom's cousins and stuff like they freak out but like of course like they're not going to do it like out loud or anything what they do is quietly 
they put the lanterns down, they hold hands, and they say prayers. And my mom said that as they said the prayers, what happened was these creatures kind of like started like waving back and forth, right? They just kept waving back and forth and then they started to fade away until the last part of them that faded away were their eyes. And that was the last time the village heard those weird noises coming from the jungle and like to this day like I like think I'm going to run up on one if I were ever to go back and see it but like I don't even know like how okay because like I'm like super into like mythology and like ghosts and all that stuff and I don't even know any creatures like in the encyclopedia of of monsters I don't know where you would find this one so if anyone has any clues please I might even open an x-files case about this this is like now that I'm talking about it I'm just like intrigued like what were they like what did my uncles encounter anywho well that's it for this week's episode of American Girl. I know it's super long. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna put in the notes like little like if you wanna skip. I mean I should have told you that in the beginning. I don't know why I'm telling you this now. <laughs> but if you have reached it to the end, I'm gonna put little um in the bio or the description for this episode, I'll put down um where you can skip to and whatnot. But thank you again for joining me on this journey. Uh, Hopefully I will hear from you guys and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Make sure you're registered to vote. Next week is November 6th. It's now or never, guys. Bye.